Hello lovelies and welcome to the Illuminaire podcast. My name is Jess, the host of the show and in this episode I got the wonderful opportunity to speak to Joanna about her personal life experiences. Before you listen, please be aware that some of the content you may find triggering and if you have experienced sexual assault, please speak out about it. Your voice needs to be heard. Organisations such as Women's Aid and the Rape Crisis Centre for Ireland are trained to help you in your situation. If you are outside of Ireland, try your local organisations for help. And please remember, you are not alone. Hello lovelies and welcome to the Illuminaire podcast. My name is Jess, the host of the show, and today I will be talking to a very lovely lady who I met through Instagram and was absolutely amazed by her story. This lady is going to help so many people, so I'm sharing this platform to let her voice be heard. So without further ado, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm Joanna. Uh, My page on Instagram is Maybe Tomorrow. And Joanna, would you have a fun fact about yourself that maybe you could share with us? Well, I've noticed all your interviewees so far have been Irish, so I wanted to follow that trend. I am actually half Irish, <laughs> so, so I've spent a lot of time in Galway growing up. Oh, lovely. Galway is a gorgeous city, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so Joanna, can you give us a little bit of a background information then about you? Who are you? Where are you from? What's your favourite colour? Give us an insight into who Joanna is. Who is Joanna? Good question. So, yeah, I'm half Irish, but I'm Welsh, born and bred in Wales. I'm currently studying in the University of Bath in England. Um, I'm studying a master's in Spanish translation. I'm also studying Mandarin alongside it, which is uh, interesting, but fun. My favourite colour is orange, because it's bright and happy. Yeah, um, my spare time I like playing guitar, singing, things like that. And would you write your own music? I wish. I wish I could. I'm just not creative (laughs) enough. (laughs) One day, maybe. One One day. day. (laughs) So, Joanna, we connected through Instagram, which is fantastic during a pandemic. And I'm so glad to have you here on the show to share your story. One thing that did strike me about your page, and you've mentioned the name of it there, is the name. It's really interesting. Maybe tomorrow. Can you tell us how you decided upon that name? Yeah, so it was in lockdown number one, which seems like forever ago now, when I just felt there was such a pressure where everyone was baking bread, they were getting fit, they were learning yoga, they were learning a language, everyone was just doing everything. And I was already in a, I'd say, a pretty rubbish place going into lockdown one. So I was getting so frustrated with these posts that were making me feel like I was failing at lockdown. If like you could fail at anything, I was failing at lockdown. So I thought, right. I can't deal with these things, but maybe I can tomorrow. Maybe I can't deal with them today, but maybe I can tomorrow. And it was just giving me that little glimmer of hope that, right, today's hard, but tomorrow's a new day and maybe I can start again and maybe something good can come of it. And basically it's died off as a platform for me to motivate myself during lockdown. And then all of a sudden started getting these followers and I was absolutely like blown away. It's a really interesting name and I love the post that you put up. And I suppose then the next question that I have is, 
what gave you the motivation to set it up but I guess you've answered that by saying the pressure to bake pressure to exercise do yoga learn a language yeah people just done so much didn't they they did and it was yeah it was I just found it because I was also in my final year of my degree trying to juggle everything because that didn't stop just because all lectures stopped we still had to to work (laughs) yeah it was just a hell of a lot of pressure and then I thought it was mainly just for me to give myself some hope and then people kept following and I met this community of just fantastic people who have the most amazing hearts and honestly I think for me it was a turning point in my recovery and the idea that a post of mine could make a difference to someone else it's amazing. Yeah it really is and I suppose now that you have all these followers do you have any sort of hope of what you want to achieve through your page or are you just happy enough to keep going with what you're doing at the moment and just keep sharing those little bits of inspiration. Yeah, I mean, for me, I still want it to be something that motivates me. As much as anybody else gets hope from that, that's that's great. But I have thought about extending things, maybe starting a blog. But as I say, doing a master's, I think, is enough for me for one year. We'll, we'll reevaluate that one in the summer. Definitely take your time with the master's and then come back yeah. to it in the summer. <laughs> OK, so Joanna, I, I am quite conscious that your story is quite a sensitive one. But I feel that it's quite a powerful one. If you wouldn't mind, can you share with us a bit about what happened? Yeah. So I was working in Barcelona. I was doing my placement for my degree in a a finance company. Not really relevant, but okay. And uh, we'd gone out for a colleague's birthday. So we'd been to a club and I got off the tube. But when I got to my house and this like Spain liked to go out late. So this is like five o'clock in the morning by this point. And I realized I didn't have my key for my flat. So I put this panicked message on the group chat because I knew that the people that I was out with would still be awake. I didn't want to wake up my flatmates. And a lad that lived around the corner sent me a message saying, come to mine. And I didn't really know him that well, but it was a small office. I knew who he was. I trusted that he was friends with my friends. So he would be a decent guy. And yeah basically it goes from there when I got to his house um things kind of went sour but yeah okay okay I won't ask you to go into too much detail there but if you were to look at you before what happened and look at you now are there any differences that you would say occurred due to that situation yeah I would say I would say I'm unrecognizable to who I was before and that's difficult and it's taken me a long time to really to to get to know myself again but I try and I try and keep a positive spin on it there are things that I've learned from this situation and from the people I've met coming out of it that's that have made me a, a better person in a way not that I would ever wish it on my worst enemy but yeah I've learned lessons And I'm starting, like, in the last couple of weeks, I'm really starting to see old me come back, which has really given me a good boost. It's been a long journey, but but it's nice. Yeah, and it'd be nice to be able to recognise yourself again. Do you think that what happened defines who you are now, or has any sort of definition over you at all? I think for a long time I thought it did. For a long time I really felt like I was walking around with a label on my head saying, I got raped. And that was, I just couldn't see beyond that for a long time. 
So I think it's definitely shaped me. The longer it's gone on, I've realized that there's so much more to me. I am not that hour mm-hmm. that happened in my life. Like I am for it and everything that's happened after it. And yeah, I. it's hard because it's something that you really, uh, you relive time after time after time. But focusing on the rest of you, I think is is really important and it it doesn't define me no not anymore that's so good Joanna and I 100% agree with you I do not think that in any way that defines you and that's why I wanted to ask you that question is to put that out there and to get you to actually say it as well and believe it for yourself and for anybody else then who has maybe experienced a similar situation to know that those situations don't define yeah it doesn't last forever that's the thing it might seem like it at the time, yeah. but it gets better. Yeah. And for anyone then who has been in a similar situation, can you give them any tips or advice on how to move forward in life without allowing that situation to define them? Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no right and wrong way to deal with it. It's a very yeah. personal thing and you have to go about it in the way that feels right for you like there are plenty of things that I look back on now that I wish I'd done differently in the immediate aftermath but I didn't and that was the, the right decision for me at the time and that's the decision that that I have to accept and I think going forward I would say reach out for one people will surprise you people I, so many times I made it such a massive thing. I can't tell this person. I can't tell this person. I built it up so much in my head. Once I told that person, they were so supportive. And I thought, why didn't I get them on board earlier? It would have been so much easier for me to have them along on the journey with me. So yeah, reach out for support from loved ones, but also from people who don't know you. That's that's the big one from, from professionals. Um, we at uni have this fantastic well-being team who I've been in touch with all the way through and they're just amazing like anytime I need to email them chat to them just about anything they're fantastic I was talking to somebody yesterday and uh, I was thinking about this analogy of you know when you're a child and you start a new school really shy and everybody knows each other and everyone's really loud and maybe you meet this bully really in the playground she takes the mick out of you because you're the new one and no one knows you and you become very quiet, you retreat into yourself and you're not going to say anything. And that's like the old you and the new you is this super negative putting on you. But the more you get to listen to the other people around, start to listen to this girl, the new girl who wants to, to speak and wants to be involved. And she starts to gain in confidence. The more attention you give to her, the stronger she'll get again. And that's how she starts to regrow. And she mixes in with the group. And I found that was, I don't know if that was a bit convoluted, but it sounded better in my head. <laughs> no, it was it was a really good analogy. Yeah. Sorry, go on, keep going. Yeah. Um, just that when you start to listen to her, she starts to believe in herself more. And that's that's you. And we are also good at listening to the negative us. But if we take time to actually listen to what the positive us is trying to say, then she automatically becomes louder because we're giving her attention. That's so, so good and so true. Like once we start listening to people, they really do gain confidence. And I suppose I'm really glad that you wanted to share your story on this because it's so important for others to hear your story and hear that you are being listened to. 
not just by me, but by professionals in your school, from your loved ones, from your friends and family. But also now when this is aired, you'll be listened to by so many other people too. And that's such an important thing is that your voice is key. Yeah. Like your voice needs to be heard. Yeah. And I think one additional thing is there's been so many people that have really outdone my expectations in how they've supported me. On the flip side, there are people I've told who haven't reacted how I might have expected or hoped. Getting to grips with that can be difficult, but it's also a really good thing to learn. It can be quite difficult to learn it, but not everybody can handle things like this. And having somebody in a different capacity in your life can, can be good as well. Someone that you you don't talk to about the event, but someone you can go to, to to do completely different things. Yeah, you need a range of people. And Joanna, if you don't mind me asking, do you believe in God? And if so, what is your relationship like with him at the moment? I do. I was brought up Catholic. My relationship at the moment is quite confused, I'd say. I spent a lot of time being very angry. I spent a lot of time kind of feeling like he must have wanted that to happen to me, to let it happen to me. And and then thinking, why me? But then feeling selfish and thinking, but why not me? And it just raised so many questions. And I felt like, I just felt like he completely turned his back on me. It's been difficult. And I suppose all those emotions that you did feel towards him, how are you working now to reconnect or reignite that relationship with God? Is there anything that you're doing to try and, I suppose, because when something big like this happens in our lives, it's very hard for us to trust God because we see him as above everything and in control of everything. But if we were to look at it in a way that maybe he's not in control of absolutely everything, but he can take control, what are you doing to reconnect with him? It's been something I've spent a lot of time recently thinking about. And I had this, the most amazing conversation with one of my cousins a few weeks ago. And she's really, she's close to God. She has a really good relationship with him. She was talking to me about free will and about how God is probably absolutely gutted about what happened but he gave us free will and he can't do anything about the fact that somebody abuses that free will he loves us and he wants the best for us he will make that come but it's not his fault that that happened and I think that's been a quite a difficult like quite a difficult thing to get my head around that I can't blame him really because you're always looking for someone to blame and I think I became very blinkered and now I'm starting to open up my eyes to, to more of there are good things in my life and, and he is putting things in place for me and things will get better. And it really is a relationship. There's so many ups and downs with God as well. Even in my own relationship with God, like there has been ups and downs and roundabouts and turnabouts and every sort of emotion has been felt. But yes, we do need to try our best to reignite that relationship. So I do hope that you you can get that relationship back with him. But I totally understand that, you know, wanting to blame him. But when we have those conversations then with loved ones who are that little bit closer to God and they're telling us that you can't blame him. And yeah, of course he is good that these things happened. But the free will, that is the absolute stickler, unfortunately. Joanna, how has your belief impacted your life then? I think it is, it's always been there. 
it's always been a part of my life and I'm really grateful for that. It's given me, I think that's where a lot of my values are founded in, in how I live my life and what I choose to prioritize. I think it's really given me a good sense of family. We have a really close, close family, even though we're kind of spread all over the world. I think that's a lot down to, to religion and to having the typical really strict religious grandparents who kind of pull it all together and they were always there. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine my life without it. I think there'd be something very big missing. So Joanna, what would you say if I was to tell you that you're a mess? And what I mean by mess is just a way of describing how we sometimes feel about our past experiences. Not in a point in the finger kind of way saying that it's your mess, you deal with it. But your mess. So the situation, how you feel, everything evolving around that. How would you feel if I was to tell you that that mess is being used as a message to help others? It makes it feel like it's been worth the tears. It's been worth the times where it's felt like just too much. The fact that just one other person might might listen to this or might read one of my posts and think that it would give them even the tiniest glimmer of hope. It's just, it's worth it. That's the wrong way to say it. It's not worth, it's not worth what I went through. But having gone through it, I can't change that now. Using something to help others is is just great. Like I know it can be really difficult to believe it, but the pain that you have faced, I honestly believe that it's being turned into again, not just for the kingdom of God, but for other people who have faced these situations every day and don't have a voice. And I suppose when you actually realise that impact of your bravery and telling your story that it has on other people, I can't imagine how you would feel. Do is there any like is there any way you can explain how you feel if somebody else was going through this situation and they were to come to you and say that your story has helped them? I feel like first and foremost, I'd probably cry because I do that with most things. I just cry (laughs) but I think that's the power of it and there's one thing coming to terms with something like this I won't let it win I'll never let it win I'm quite a stubborn person I think it deserves to be spoken about it it shouldn't be hidden it shouldn't be that thing I'm ashamed of why should it be it's not my fault um Mm -hmm. and just getting that story out there if it gets somebody else to, to realize no it's it's not my fault like I can I can talk about this and I appreciate that not everyone's as lucky as I am to have the support network of my family and my friends around me. But if I can be that listening ear for anyone, I'd be more than happy. And I'm always there to to be that ear for somebody who, who doesn't know the next step or just needs to splurge out their story to someone. I'm there to listen. I just have this overwhelming feeling that you are going to help so many people, Joanna, by your Instagram, just by being honest, just through the people that you meet on a daily basis. I genuinely like I can just hear it in your voice that you're going to help so many people. So thank you for being so brave and thank you for having this conversation with me and opening up about it. It is a very difficult thing to talk about, but I do agree with you. These conversations need to be had. You have absolutely nothing to feel ashamed of. It definitely was not your fault. And you should be able to speak about your experiences and turn it into a positive impact in the world. So thank you so much, Joanna. Is there anything else that you'd want to share or anything else that comes to mind we didn't talk about that you might want to throw in there? 
Um, no, I just think if it has, just to urge people, if, if they are in a similar situation, reach out for help. It seems like the most difficult thing to do, but in the long run, having somebody on your side and so many people are going to be on your side because it's not your fault. Just reach out, reach out to me, reach out to anyone. There's so many people in that amazing Instagram community or aside from that, like, I don't know internationally, but in the UK, there's the NHS. They, they've been fabulous with me. Um, I was of a private therapist if you have the privilege to afford that. Just try and get all the channels of help you can because the sooner you face it, the sooner you can overcome it. And that's the brave thing to do. That's the, the strong thing to do. I love that. As soon as you face it, the sooner you'll get through it. I love that, Joanna. Thank you so much for coming on. I will share your Instagram details on the post, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hearing Joanna's story. We will put this out there. And if anybody needs any help in any of these areas, please do not hesitate to reach out we are here to talk Joanna is there to talk and if not we can direct you or guide you in the right direction to talk to people who are professionals and who have experienced these things and know how to get the cogs in motion to move forward so thank you Joanna thank you that's the end of the show and guys I will catch you in the next episode